Welcome back to Gen Zen, a place where we discuss everything spirituality and self-development as we navigate life as Gen Zs together. Hello, beautiful, beautiful people listening to this. Welcome back to another episode. I'm so excited to be recording. I think I'm recording on one of the hottest, if not the hottest day of the year so far. It is so muggy outside and I'm having to sit inside in a dark room in my house because it's just way too hot to film upstairs in the usual room that I film in. And I'd love to film outside, but my laptop keeps overheating and it sounds like it's about to take off, so I can't do that either. But how are we all? How are we doing? Are we enjoying the glorious weather? I hope it's still nice when this episode goes out. I, for one cannot complain about the heat. I absolutely love it. I think I thrive in this weather. I know some people really just hate it being hot, but I could have it like this all year round. Well, maybe not all year round. I do love that we have seasons in the UK, but I just love the summer. Oh, beautiful. I went out early this morning and I was just doing a food shop, but just walking from the car to the shop, I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like I could be in Spain or somewhere. Just that it's almost like you can smell the heat that sounds really weird but maybe it's like the hot pavement that I can smell and I was just like "Mm, I love that so I hope you're enjoying the heat because I definitely am so today we're going to be talking all about love 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 (laughs) I'm not about to start singing when I say love I feel like I just think of that scene in love actually where Kira Knightley is getting married and that guy does the uh surprise um what's it called like serenades the couple with that like love 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 if you don't know the scene then you're going to be like what is she on about but I think you most people will have watched what love actually and if you haven't then literally what have you been doing with your life so today we're talking about love and why you need to live with more love because Love isn't just an emotion, it's not just something we need to apply to relationships and or an emotion we feel towards things or places or people. It's a state of being and if we can tap into the frequency of love a bit more, then we can raise our consciousness and bring about more abundance, more peace, more contentment into our lives and it's just the best. Love is the best and I believe it's a choice. You choose how you feel about your life, about the things happening to you. You get to choose and that's much easier said than done but we can choose to cultivate love in our everyday experience to receive more of it and yes that's what we're going to be talking about today. As well as talking about why you need to live with more love, I'm also going to be sharing some of the practices that I use to as to how we can live with more love, because it's not just about why we actually, it's all well and good knowing, okay, yeah, I need to live with more love, but how do we do that? <laughs> so we're going to be going through that as well. So why is this topic important? I think it's important because there's so much fear and uncertainty and doom and gloom in the world. I say at the moment, but really there's there's always it's always been there, just technology and the internet allows us to see it all the time. 
And yes, I think it's important to stay informed and know what's happening in the world. It can really bring our frequency down when we carry that around, that sense of doom and gloom and that the world is dying and people are dying and it just feels like so heavy. The world can feel like a very scary place to be in sometimes. And whilst it's really important to stay up to date with what's going on in the world, I don't think we should do that to the detriment of our well-being. Like if you find yourself watching the news or even, I mean, most of most Gen Zs, I feel, get their news on TikTok and Instagram. If you feel like that is bringing your vibration down, personally, I genuinely believe it's more important to protect your own energy and your own state of well-being rather than stay informed with world events if it's making you feel bad or you know anxious because I've definitely had that before and I've beaten myself up because I'm like oh I don't really know what's going on in the world but I'm like actually the way that we can stop all of these awful things going on in the world is if we all individually learn to live with more love it starts at an individual level and if every single person in the world focus their energy inwards first and making sure they were happy and healthy and content and had good self-esteem then the world would be a better place because that would be reflected in our experience and that is how we would carry ourselves through life so if everyone did that I think the world would be a gorgeous place to be in. It's individuals who are creating this horrible place to be in. And so it's up to individuals to change that. So that was a little bit of a tangent there. But I think that's why this topic is so important. It's not just like, oh yeah, airy-fairy, let's all be more loving. This is fundamental to the planet's healing and the planet's evolution if we want to raise the consciousness collectively and be more loving individuals and also who doesn't want to live with more love so what do I actually mean when I say live with more love I think this really means being on the vibration of I think love is like the overarching word and then down from that you have contentment joy passion, peace, grounded. I think it all, they're all subcategories of love, but love is just what I'm gonna categorize as. You could also say contentment, I guess. But I think love adds a bit more like passion to the mix, doesn't it? Like, yes, we want to be content, but really we wanna, we wanna have fun and like live with love inside us. I think that's what it means to live with love where you feel like you have love like oozing out of every pore and you just want to share that with the world like what a beautiful space to be in think about your interactions if you entered every situation and every interaction with this attitude of love and you you wanted to give love and I think it it makes for curiosity and open-mindedness and yeah a sense of like playfulness to life so that's why I think it's really really important 
we need to get ourselves on the frequency of love if we want to live better. Being kind and compassionate to every person that you meet, no matter who they are, no matter what situation you're in, how can you bring about more compassion to them? I think what really helped me with being more compassionate is when I learned this particular like saying on one of my courses. They said that if you had been born as someone else and you had lived as they had lived and you had had every experience that they had experienced, you would make the same decisions that they make. You would, because you would be them. And that was so powerful to me. And it really made me go into situations with so much more compassion and so much more patience. I don't think the world has a great deal of patience anymore. Maybe it's our short attention spans or I'm not really sure. But I don't think we're very patient with each other and we don't seek to understand. We seek to impose our opinion and we can't understand why people aren't the same as us. And then I think it's really interesting. Have you ever like had a friend and you've got to know them and then you meet their family after a while? That happened a lot at uni. Like you'd be friends with someone and you wouldn't, it wouldn't be like when you're childhood friends and you go around each other's house all the time and you see the environment that you grew up in and you grew up probably in quite similar environments. At uni, you're meeting loads of different people. And if you ever meet your friends' families at uni, I think that's really funny because you suddenly go, oh, like that's why you're like that. I totally see why you do the things you do now based on your family. And so if you had lived as that person, you would also make the same decisions and do the same things as them. And when you really realize that, it allows you to come to new situations with just a a sense of patience, a sense of empathy for the fact that you have no idea what someone has gone through or what their experiences experiences have been. And therefore... You can't judge their decisions, what they choose to do. And the more you can just like relax and release and just go, that's okay. I'm gonna love you through that. And that doesn't mean to say like, you don't love everyone the same as like, you love your family or you love your friends. But whatever love is appropriate, you know, in the setting, I'm sure you all understand what I mean. But bringing love to that situation. Also, love is such a powerful state of being. Like it can diffuse anything. I remember once so clearly, I was a swimming teacher when I was like 17 in college. And I remember this parent, she was really angry, like really angry because I, her son was being an ass basically. And so I sat him on the side and she came down after the lesson and started having a go at me. And I remember just, I'm, I mean, I'm just the least confrontational person ever. Like I, I just don't like arguing or that frequency. I just will like actively not avoid it. I don't mind healthy confrontation, but if it's like an argument, I just, oh my gosh, I have no time for arguing. I always want to understand where someone's coming from and I'm always solutions orientated when I come to confrontation 
And I remember just, I just killed her with kindness, literally. I just said, you know, I, I really understand, like, thank you. Um, you know, I, and I, I mean, you don't want to hear all the excuses I made, but like, I said, you know, I'm really new to this too. And I really appreciate you coming and speaking to me. Um, you know, I personally did what I did for these reasons, but if you feel that was unfair, then maybe I'll reconsider for next time. And, um, you know, and just had a conversation with her. And it was so funny because it literally completely took the wind out of her sails. She was like, oh, um, oh, right. Okay, then. Yeah, that's good. Thanks. Bye. And it just made me laugh. I think when people are, when you see angry people or, you know, any, any sort of stranger or interaction that you have with someone who is like, just like that, our ego often gets in the way and goes like, they can't act, they can't act like that. And like, they're accusing me of this and your ego gets really defensive. That's our that's our default is to be defensive about, well, no, I am in the right. I am in the right. The thing is, no one is right or wrong in a situation. And that can be really hard to get your head around. But fundamentally, there is no right or wrong because you are basing what's right right and wrong out of all of your collective life experience. And they are doing the same. And like, who's to say that you are inherently right because of your experiences and who's to say that they're inherently right or wrong and so I think and and obviously you know I do think there are examples that you could argue something is fundamentally wrong but I'm talking about disagreements and things in in life or when someone does something you're like oh my god just why would they do that just try and come at it with more compassion and more understanding and let the ego quieten down and just be aware that it's your ego doing that and see how you can that's not to say that you just become a doormat and just let people you know walk all over you that's that's not it at all it actually feels really really empowering when you can totally diffuse a situation and and just go I'm, I'm really sorry that you feel like that um you know let's have a conversation about it and and try and work work through this it's it's really funny the reactions that you get and also angry people honestly I I feel sorry for them because I think if you've got that much anger inside of you you just must be it must be really kind of horrible to be you to be living in that body with so much anger in there that you feel the need to project it out so yeah just let's get on the vibe of love and we will bring that to all interactions and that will just make the world a better place because that's really what we're what we're all here to do no have you ever met someone also that you just think radiates love and good vibes and it just seems like wherever they go good things happen there's a few people in my life who I feel like this about and they're not necessarily I'm not necessarily that close to them just people that I've come across through life and I just think wow it's almost like they're walking around in this bubble and anyone who kind of comes into contact with that bubble just good things happen and opportunities come and they just seem really lucky and like everything flows and only nice things happen to them 
you know they just get treated really well everywhere they go and they get random spontaneous cool things happening to them and that's not a coincidence it's because they are on that frequency of love and it's kind of like we're all radios that's kind of what I want you to think about it like we're all radio stations sending out a certain frequency and then we attract the same frequency back so it's like tuning into a radio station if you are on a lower vibration you know anxious sort of sad or angry any any lower vibration emotion that's what is going to attract and and obviously I I also think there's a danger with talking about this topic of you know talking about toxic positivity and I'm well aware that you you know no one is going to be loving and happy and positive all the time but I think we can you know we know that by now and you can have you can have negative emotions but I mean I don't necessarily mean emotions I mean more like states of being like what are you consciously cultivating in your everyday yes you might still wake up one day and feel an unresourceful emotion you might feel really sad one day but I'm talking about like a slightly bigger picture of generally what state you are in not your like day-to-day emotions just to kind of clear that up because I don't want it to come across like oh if you're ever sad then you're just going to attract more sad things into your life because that's not you know that's not true you can have you we have you know we want to experience the full spectrum of human emotion but it's about what state of being you're on and yeah I just think I always looked up to those people so much those people where good things would just happen to them and think how can I get on that frequency and what's kind of cool is I think those people it to some people it does just come so naturally and I think for others you have to cultivate it and you have to you know do things to help you get on that frequency and then I think the more you do those things the more natural naturally it comes to you so really the next question is so how do we live with more love how do we get on this frequency where everything just feels abundant and we can give out our love into the world because in order to give it you first have to have a full enough cup in order to do that and you can get that from yourself you don't have to rely most people rely on their sort of love bucket because love is one of our basic emotional needs we all need need to find ways of fulfilling it most people rely on their friends their family their partner to give them love and then once they feel filled up in that sense, then they can, then they have the energy and the capacity to give it out. But I think the secret is realizing that you have it all within you and you can tap into it. You can be your own source of love. And when you fully realize that, that is really, really powerful when you don't have to rely on other people to give you that and you can just get it from yourself. So I've written down a little list of things you can do to live with more love and the first one is really really simple and it's just to do more things that you love again it sounds really simple but it's a bit like when people ask you you know when you're like in a new group of people and and they say we're going to go around the circle and say like what do you do for fun or if you're in an interview and says oh what do you do for fun and you're like uh I don't know (laughs) everything I do is 
for a means to an end. And yeah, it's like we need to all be doing things that we actually genuinely love for no other reason than it brings us joy. And I want you to actually sit with yourself and and think, what do I do that genuinely brings me joy, brings me love, that has sort of no other benefit to it? And it's really really difficult because we're in such a success-driven society, everything and an output-driven society. So everything we do is is measured in like how successful it was or what it what we gained from it rather than it just being about being I think we should be more in the being than in the doing in our lives and so I recently started sort of a daily or weekly joy practice that's what I call it where I just do something that brings me joy and that has no sort of other secondary gain and this is actually quite difficult to do because you think oh like I enjoy cooking I'll have that as one of my one of my things but you know you sort of you have to eat so you kind of have to cook and that has quite a quite a large uh means to an end reward in that you get to eat it so I would encourage you to really try and think of what do you love doing and if you're struggling go back to what you loved doing as a child what things really lit you up and made you feel excited like for me I was always quite arty as a child I mean I'm not very really good at art but that is completely besides the point it's all it's all about you know creating and allowing myself to just to just do it and not be that good at it so I've started painting I haven't done it for a little while but that brings me so much joy and then also me and my boyfriend Harry we've started playing tennis together and that is so much fun again it's not something that I'm particularly good at but it's it's so good like I really really enjoy it and we're slowly getting better together and you know I don't really want to compete in it or even necessarily join a club I just do it because I love it it's really really good fun and it's so difficult to break away from doing things because you genuinely love them rather than because they're going to give you something else. I, for one, always feel really guilty when I'm doing something that doesn't give me like an end product. But actually, that's what we should be doing so much more. Connecting to what's really connecting to our inner child and just, yeah, doing more things we love. So the second one is to bring love to every interaction you have. So we've kind of already talked about this. But when you're in a group of people or you're interacting with strangers, just think, how could I bring some love into this interaction? Whether that's just kindness or like, it sounds really cliche, but just like smiling at people, being compassionate, showing empathy, like helping someone in need, that actually fills up your own love bucket. It's not just about um, giving it out. Like it actually feels really good to do those things so you know when you're stressed out or tired how can you just you know give a tiny tiny bit of love out to someone who someone who needs it the third thing is to be aware of the way you talk to yourself are you talking to yourself with love or are you 
maybe not being so kind to yourself. Our inner voice can be pretty mean to us sometimes if we're not aware of what we're saying to ourselves we can actually really bring our vibration down and you choose what that voice says at the end of the day you choose how nice it is to you or not and if it's been being not very nice for a long time then it's difficult to change that but even just recognizing that it's simply just a voice in there and that is you having a conversation with yourself there was a there's a spiritual teacher that says uh, I can't remember who it is I think it's Mickey Singer who says you should look in the mirror when you're feeling down just look in the mirror and say hi are you in there are you in there because it's true like it's only you in there it's only you having these conversations with yourself like there's no actual other person in there so you get to decide what you say to yourself so try and talk to yourself with more love be kinder to yourself uh, be more compassionate the compassion that you show to other people like bring that to your interactions when you catch yourself putting yourself down or saying oh, I haven't been very productive or oh I look rubbish in that or oh the, you know the voice says so many things on a daily basis mine still does when I feel like I haven't had a productive day I'll say I will actively say to myself no like don't say that you've actually done loads of stuff that have been productive maybe they haven't been productive in the sense that you wanted them to be but they've still been important things to do in the day you know and if I really actually haven't been productive I'll go that's okay you gave all that you could today and tomorrow's going to be a new day you're in no rush like everything is working out as it should be so just really being conscious of the way you're talking to yourself the next way I think that you can choose to live with more love is to focus on the good in situations places and people so look for love in the small things and you'll see more of it if you and this is a self-fulfilling prophecy the more you practice all of these things the easier this will become but if you consciously look for the love around you you'll see it everywhere like I was uh I was at a lake the other day like in the morning and it was just me there and I'd been for a little dip in the lake and I was watching these ducks and this little baby duck couldn't find its mum and honestly it was heartbreaking like it was just going around like quacking loads trying to find its mum and it couldn't find it and then another little baby came out from somewhere and like got this other baby and showed him where the mum was and it honestly like broke my heart it was just so sweet and I was like there's an example of love in nature right there like wow that is so magic and you could just like dismiss that but if you actively focus on it and kind of feel that love then you'll start to see more of it like how can you even on even try it like on your commute or something like where can you find love I think this is quite easy like at, at airports or at train stations I just love seeing people either like saying goodbye or like greeting each other like oh that is just so special 
I think when you honestly look for it, you find that it's that it's all around. Like people are inherently loving. They want to love. Like that is our that's our uh, sort of natural state of being. We're not naturally sad or angry or frustrated. If you look at children, you know, generally speaking, they are happy. They're happy, just that's their default. And so it can be our default as well. So yeah, just look for look for love in the small things. And then the next one is, I want you to imagine that everyone is walking around with a sign on their head saying, make me feel important. Now, this is something my parents taught me and they learn like in their early 20s is just you have to imagine that literally every person you meet is walking around with a sign on that says make me feel important because that is what all humans want we want to be validated we want to feel valued and significant in society and if you can tap into that oh my gosh you will get so much love back I remember a couple of years ago I did a little experiment with myself I think I was at uni and I thought I'm going to actively compliment like more than I usually would or when I think something's really good or I think someone's doing a really good job I'm gonna make a conscious effort to tell them and I started doing this and, and like I wasn't I wasn't fake about it I didn't say it if I didn't mean something but rather than going oh well I don't really know them well enough to say that or my, like what are they gonna think if I say that are they gonna like take it the wrong way I just, you know, went for it and didn't listen to my ego. And it was like a really abundant time. It created so much abundance coming back at me and people just loved it. Like obviously, because when someone compliments you, it's lovely, even if you feel a bit awkward about it. It's still such a lovely feeling. And it also makes you feel so good as well when you say a genuine compliment and like I also tried to make them not just about how people look like not just like oh I love your outfit or like you look really nice today I I was complimenting people on the work that they were doing or I'm trying to think what else like a person like a personality trait in them or something they'd done to help me that was really thoughtful of them and oh my gosh it just I just feel so good even thinking back to when I did that. I don't really know like why I stopped. Well, I didn't, I didn't like consciously stop, but I just, I don't know. I just feel like I kind of lost it and I should probably get back to it because it's, yeah, it's just so lovely. So I would encourage you to do that. If you want to live with more love, then just everyone you meet, just imagine they're walking around with make me feel important on their head and I guarantee you will feel more love from making other people feel good and then the last thing that I kind of have written down is which I think is so important is to recognize that love and fear are really the only two emotions that there are they underpin every other emotion and this is a concept that I learned back in 2018 I read a book called conversations with god and it explained this concept. And when I first read it, I was like, mm, is that really true? And then when you sit with that thought and that idea, you realize that it is so true. Love and fear really underpin 
every single other emotion that we have. And it's crazy. It's just crazy. Like we're either acting out living and acting out fear or love. And fear isn't necessarily bad all the time. Like fear is a very necessary emotion because it keeps us safe. Like, you know, biologically it's very useful because it's what stops humans doing dangerous things. But, you know, we also want to balance that with with love and living more from a place of love and making decisions out of love, not fear. And this is particularly relevant, I think, when you're making big life decisions. If you're sat there going, oh my gosh, like I don't know what to do. Maybe I should just get this job or apply for that job because it's safe or whatever. Or like all my friends have a plan and I don't. So why don't I just do that? Because that's like stable. Are you making those decisions out of fear or out of love? And yeah, that's just really important. And it doesn't even have to be like big life decisions. Even things like, I remember at uni, there was always social events to go to and I always had FOMO. And I thought, you know, do I actually want to go out or is it just the fear of missing out that makes me want to go? Or is it the love for seeing all my friends? And that made it a lot easier to make decisions when I kind of recognize, mm, okay, no, that's the fear of missing out talking. And, you know, sometimes I would still go even if I felt like that. But it just made me realize what my motivations were a little bit more. And so my advice would be if you want to live with more love is start noticing the decisions that you make and what they are based on even down to really small things even like getting out of bed in the morning let's apply it to that like sometimes I just find it so hard to motivate myself to get out of bed even though I'm excited for all the things I have to go to but it's actually the fear of being tired I just hate being tired like oh that lethargic feeling I just feel like if I if I'm tired then it's not worth doing any of the exciting things so I'd rather stay in bed rather than that's a bigger motivator for me at the moment than oh the love for what I'm doing is like pushing me out of bed and maybe that's maybe I need to work on that (laughs) but yeah it's just really interesting when you start to realize that pretty much most of your decisions you're making out of fear or love or a variation of of those things so if you want to live with more love then start making decisions more from those places what are you going to make for dinner based on what will what will feel good for your body and what what would you love to make and what yeah what will get you on that frequency I don't know whether that made sense but I think you get what I mean I've been recording for too long now it's the point of recording where I just don't really know what I'm saying anymore (laughs) but anyway I hope that you enjoyed that episode about love like I've said that word so many times now sorry if that is really annoying but I think it's a really important topic it's one that I think about a lot and it's also about you know how do you want to come across to other people because I know that I want to be seen as this really positive like loving person and so I need to really give that to myself before I can give it out and 
so I'm trying to find more ways more ways of doing that and I guess that that really is what self-care is all about as well not just you know bubble baths and face masks but self-care is in the way we care for ourselves and our home because our body and our mind is our home for our soul we have to look after it and showing yourself that love is is the number one thing isn't it self-love maybe that's what this episode should be called like how to have more self-love but I don't think it's just about the self I think it's about going out into the world and sharing that with other people and raising the vibes for everyone and you know you can't you can't pour from from an empty cup can you that is the classic saying it's got to come from you first and then when you have cultivated that in yourself you can go and give that out to other people so I encourage you to journal maybe I'll pop some journal journal prompts in the show notes because that could be a really nice exercise like what makes you feel love how do you you know receive love how do you feel love that could be a really powerful exercise to do if you wanted to but yeah I think that's everything from me thank you so much for listening and I will see you next week Thank you so much for listening. If this episode left you feeling more zen, it would mean the absolute world to me if you went and gave it a review. It's the best way to get new people into the Gen Zen community and get even more amazing guests onto the show so we can have more juicy and expansive conversations. Thank you so much in advance and until next time, stay zen.